Welcome to Witchy Business, hosted by me, Emily. And me, Anna. This is your weekly dose of friendly business chat with a witchy flair. Through these personal and vulnerable conversations, we share our business journey with you. Highlighting the links to our overall growth journey in the hopes to make you feel more supported as you share your magic. This episode is sponsored by PlanHer, a timeless and undated planner and journal created to help witches stay organized while in flow. We especially love the pages for new moon manifestations and full moon reflections. For additional support on how to harness the energy of the moon while working on your business, subscribe to our Substack. Your link in our show notes. Exciting news. We are hosting our first online workshop. We wanted to create a moment for you to prepare for spring and the astrological new year in communion with your business. And we figured that many of you, us included, would probably be joining circles and events already on Saturday, the 18th of March, as the first day of spring is the 21st of March. So we decided to organize our witchy business workshop on Saturday, the 11th of March. So you can have a special moment to be with your business and still be able to celebrate spring the following weekend. We'll host it online so all of you can attend, and also because we both live in separate countries. And it will be from 9am till 12 UK time, which is 10am to 1pm Europe time on Saturday, the 11th of March of this year. So come join us in ceremony online to release old ways of working and set new intentions to have your most magical year in business yet. There will be dancing, breathwork and visualisations to ensure all your creations come from an authentic embodied space. During the workshop, we will hold space for you to be welcomed with a meditation, connect to your business entity, release what no longer serves your business, set new intentions for the season and year ahead. We'll ask everyone to show up on camera to make it feel like a real circle as much as possible. So come as you are. All of you is fully welcome in our spaces. Come and share and we'll hold the space and only give advice and coaching if asked for. Bring a journal and some colorful pencils and pens or markers or whatever you need to express yourself fully. Set up your space with a candle, get comfy with some cushions, make it all cozy so you can feel fully supported and be ready to dance. You'll find the link to book in our show notes. And if you have any questions in the meantime, feel free to DM us on Instagram at We Are Witchy Business. So excited to see you there. Hi, everyone. Um, so this week we have a super special guest. I feel like we say it's a special guest every episode, but they all feel super special. So They're all special. Um, they are. We have Inez Kelly today. Um who is going to talk to us about human design, astrology, the seasons, menstrual cycles, and how she uses all of that in her business and in life in general. And this was a super nourishing chat. It just felt really lovely to listen to her speak and to be in her space. And I hope you feel that too, listening to it, and I'm really sure you will so yeah enjoy hello welcome it's so wait I don't even know what I'm saying <laughs> we, ne- we never usually do that so that was like a jazz hands moment um anyway 
Hello. <laughs> We're excited for this episode today. Can you just introduce yourself and tell us a bit about what you do? Yeah, sure. Hi, both of you lovely beings and everyone <laughs> who's listening. It's such an honor to be here and share this space Aww. with you. I really love the name, especially of your podcast, Witchy Business. That really speaks to me on so many levels. <laughs> no, I love that. Um, but yeah, a little bit about myself and what it is that I do. Well, my name is Ines Kelly. And I work with astrology, human design, um, gene keys, the, the cycles of the seasons, ceremony, and um, I take a really integral approach to the work that I do, um, where I really love to intertwine and connect a lot of these systems of self-discovery that really help you to really sit with yourself, understand your own energetics, but also how the energetics of more... Um, larger energies at play, like more universal and cosmic energies influence us and how we can hone that in and, and work with that as well. And so, um, yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah, how, really. I would love to know how you started, where your journey started. How did you get into mm. all of that? Yeah, oh, that's a good question. My journey started completely somewhere different. What I originally studied was business administration many, many moons ago, but I always realized that um, I felt really depleted and frustrated in the work that I was doing. And um, nowadays I realized that it was actually my sacral as a generator that wasn't really being fueled with something that really feels satisfying and gratifying to me as a generator. And so I felt, I felt really just tired and depleted and frustrated all the time. And so that kind of um, compelled me to go onto a onto, onto my own self-discovery journey to really understand like who it is that I am and why am I here and what do I want to contribute to the whole and um, I was always like I was always driven um, to more spiritual subjects I would say even though I never really thought that I could actually make a career out of it because I was seeking tangible kind of careers that make more sense in in our society you know I guess you could say um I was like I, I wanted to like make a few um I wanted to make like a, a path into into the world of fashion but what came, what kind of kept on coming back to me were books on self-help on healing on spirituality on yoga and so uh yeah I I was constantly just learning all of these various practices and spiritual teachings um and then I and then I became a a mom um, for the first time in 2015 around my Saturn return, um, which was really such a defining moment because that was really when I, I paused for the first time in my in my life and I stopped working. Um, and I was just a full-time mom back then. And um, and I was just, I just decided to give myself space to really figure out like what it like what is my passion, like what it is that I want to do. Of course, you know, being a mom, but but what else is there? 
Um, and so I gave myself that time. And then um, I, I found this, uh, this program and holistic health coaching. And I, and I did that. And, and then essential oils came into life and, and into my life and then meditation and, um, and all of these, you know, different, different things were, were coming into my life until finally it started to really crystallize with each step that I was taking that what it is that I really wanted to speak about was the cycle. It's the menstrual cycle, the moon cycle, the astrological cycle, the seasonal cycles. And that's um, and that was probably back in, in 2019, 2018, when I really started to speak more and more about the moon. Mm. That became then more of my focus. And where the moon is like right behind it is like astrology as well. And so it was... Yeah, it was definitely a journey and it took many, many just trial and errors and just many steps to really actually come into touch to what it is that I actually wanted to speak about, what it is that I wanted to share as well with others. Mm. Oh, what a beautiful journey. Yeah, I want to add in there because Inez, I'm quite familiar with your work because we've known each other for a few years now. And if anyone is interested in anything that you've just said you have the biggest library of articles and podcasts <laughs> about the different cycles it is I mean your website is just so full of amazing resources so anyone like I was on there the other day reading some of your articles and went down a bit of a rabbit hole and you've just you can tell that throughout the years this has been like the common interest and you've just written more and more about yeah. that so anyone who's interested just head on there because there is so much I love it like every moon cycle and every season there's something on there that you've written that's really super interesting yeah yeah Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I think that really reflects my profile number in human design so well, because I'm a one four and the one is constantly investigating, researching, wanting to go deeper in subjects. And then the four is about sharing this with their network, with their community. And so everything that I'm kind of like digging my teeth into and learning more about, I'm just automatically then sharing with, with others and so, yeah, that's you can you can really tell from my from my blog blog, uh, blog podcast and all of that, um, like you said. Yeah, definitely that's a big part of my journey. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is a good segue into our next question of like, how do you use human design in general in in your business in running your business? How do you? find that's helpful human design and astrology and all the other cycles that you yeah oh I love this question yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for me it's really helpful to understand that I am a generator that that's my energy type and that my sacral is my inner authority because it in human design the way that we make decisions is actually never really from our head um, and most people go throughout life making decisions like more like logical, rational decisions from their head. And actually in human design, only 1% of the, of, uh, of the, of humans are actually capable of doing that as their inner authority. 
Um, and for me as a generator, like my inner authority is my sacral. It's really my gut, my belly that just becomes excited and ignited by, um, by, by an idea or by a project or by, you know, like whatever it is that I'm making a decision on, I have to feel that excitement in my belly. And that's really a full on yes. And if I don't feel it, then that means that it's either a no or maybe not now because the sacral sometimes takes some time for it to really respond to something, but it needs to be able to respond to something. It needs to have like different options in front of it and then a response will, will come from it. So I can't really ask like an open question, like what's my purpose? Like it's not going to be able to answer that, but it's going to help me guide me towards the things that maybe in my head doesn't make much sense to, towards why this would be the next step in my in my business or in the work that I do but my belly just feels really really excited by it and so it helps me make decisions in a more aligned way and the more that I feel that excitement that I feel in my gut the more um, the more magnetic I will also become for the people around me because as a generator our aura is highly magnetic it's like we don't actually really need to go out there and push for things to happen it's like when you're in that excitement and that and that flowy creative juicy energy people are just drawn to you like for because they just feel that excitement that is oozing out of you and so it's really helped me to understand that actually in my business I don't need to really push for things to happen I have to really make my excitement make my pleasure my set my uh, satisfaction a priority and the rest will flow from that um because I've really noticed in the past and and other um, in a lot of my past jobs that I did in, in offices or in business um, administration that I've, I felt constantly tired. I didn't feel like a generator at all. And it was because I wasn't really listening to my sacral energy back then. I was giving my energy away for things that did not feel deeply satisfying for me. Um, and so that was really um, a really big way that human design has helped me to uh, to build a business and to do business nowadays for myself. And astrology I use with the with the transits. I work with the transits really closely, and that really helps me understand like okay, like what's happening currently in the sky, like how is that influencing me, and like when is a good time maybe to launch something, or maybe maybe it's not such a good time to put myself out. Out there so much maybe it's more of an introspective like period um maybe it's now a time to really do more inner healing work and so it's like those transits can really reflect back to us like how how we can really use those universal energies at at large to um to conduct business or interact with others or make plans as well in our lives mm. do you when you're working with those transits do you plan in advance like how far in advance do you sort of plan like launches and because I'm thinking like if you have things booked in like you you'd want to plan those in advance right rather than just just kind of be like oh oh no this is not a good time I need to hold with what I'm doing you could you could absolutely plan these things in advance um but I, I usually, I'm not that big of a planner, I must say, <laughs> like, as I would like to be. Um, 
but I, for me, it just, it helps me just understand more on a, on a deeper level, like what it is that I'm also currently going through. And then it just kind of gives me like answers as well mm-hmm. on the outside as to why that is. And it helps me navigate um, a bit more just things in a more compassionate way for myself. Um, because for example, I have been going through a, a Pluto transit. So Pluto has been on my ascendant uh, in Capricorn uh, since about like at least two years. Pluto moves like excruciating, like slow, like extremely slow. And so what Pluto does, it really, it helps us step into our power in a deeper, in a deeper way. Um, and it's, it's, it's a very, it's a very profound journey when you work with this Pluto energy, because it's, it takes so long for it to really move ahead. And so it's like that transformation, it just goes that deep that much that's like that deep in a way that it really kind of unearths so many things from within for you to really look at and um and then therefore the transformation is just a lot more it's like it's built on a more like stable foundation let's say um but it just takes really really long and so I have been experiencing those that energy since about two years and I know it's going to take another two years for it to actually fully move away and it's something that not everyone actually gets the opportunity to have this type of this type of transit because Pluto moves so slow um and so it's really been helping me understand that it's just a very transformative period in my life things are going to be feel up in the air I'm going to feel sometimes very disempowered in a way because I know that I'm actually shedding a lot of layers for me to actually step into my power in a deeper way and so I know it's been it hasn't been the period to to maybe put myself out there like in a really big way but to really kind of unearth a lot of those foundations that I have built over the years that maybe have been a bit rocky in some way and create better foundations for myself if that makes sense Mm, yeah Yeah, that makes total sense yeah yeah and I I feel like there's a massive trust piece here as well because Mm. and I and I guess this really ties into seasons and and cycles as well right because it's it's like going against what we all know as society and you know the the world that we live in and really just trusting yourself yes yes so true yeah because it in during this like Pluto transit that I was experiencing just as an example for me it was sometimes extremely hard to actually let go of that control and be like I'm not going to be you know maybe my most productive you know self this entire time it's maybe more of a time to be in my cocoon allow that transformation to unfold naturally and really kind of go against all of that conditioning of society that tells us that we have to, you know, be on in the middle of winter when we actually just want to be in our winter cave and hibernate and sleep and rest all the time and just have maybe just curl up with a good book. And it just feels very unnatural to actually be completely like on like during the middle of the of, of winter, right? And, and be productive and working and you know, creating new goals, like and starting a new year. It just feels very unnatural in a way and in astrology we actually see that the new year it begins with the spring equinox and the beginning of Aries season on the 21st of March when spring really begins to flourish and make its entrance back into into our world Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah. I I was just thinking um what you were saying about um how it brings you when you when you get what am I trying to say like when you're looking at the the transits and and where we are and it brings you um it's it's that self-discovery piece and I always when I read your stuff I'm always like oh yeah that's exactly how I'm feeling and we well on on this podcast we always we always talk about um the moon cycles and how we're feeling and and I think we've we've really been feeling like winter haven't we Anna and just like that hibernation recently so I yeah I love hearing you say all of that and talk about all of this yeah because technically well technically in a way we're now at the end of the year Mm. like this is we're what the 27th of February so we've got three weeks before before the new the astrological new year in a way mm-hmm. yeah what are you um I'm sure you've got lots of things that you're planning for the astro new year you how are you bringing and actually before going into that like personally do you have any practices about kind of closing in the end of the 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 year and then starting the new year like personally and with your business is there any things that you that you do that help you with that Mm. I don't know if help is the right word but you know what I'm trying to say yeah that's a really great question it's a practice that I actually do um every um like ending and beginning of a season because where wherever there's a, a season that comes to closing there's also another season that begins and begins to um, come forth and um I always like to make it um my intention on those on especially in those transitional periods where we experience an equinox or a solstice um, those those are like portals of of energies or pockets of energies um, where we can really hone in that energy of that of that upcoming season ahead. And I find it a really powerful day to create ritual and to set an intention for the season ahead. And so I always like to reflect on the season behind me, like what went well, what didn't go so well, like what like what am I celebrating? What did I what was I able maybe to harvest? from this past season like what seeds were were able to maybe grow even if even if just a little bit and may or what am I letting go um what uh, like really just reflecting on the season behind me and then um and then reflecting on what it is that I want to bring in in the season ahead of me and then there's various rituals that you can do according to the to the seasons to um to make the intention that you have for the season ahead ahead like more more kind of like symbolically um like you know come alive in in a way Mm. I love that yeah and do you do that um with business as well like and how do you do that with yeah so you'd reflect on your personal life and then and yes and work too yeah 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 absolutely like it's it's personal um spiritual like business 
emotional world, like just like various, yeah. It, it really depends like what has been the most present for me during that season or what mm -hmm. I desire to see become more present for me in the upcoming season. But business is usually, it's it's closely, you know, intertwined with everything that that I do because it's like, yeah, it's sometimes even hard to separate the two, my personal being <laughs> with my business being because it, I am running my own business. And so yeah. I feel very close to home in a way, right? Yeah. It, it's been a practice for me, especially with this Pluto transit, you know, and these, these transformative energies to really um, understand that what it is that I receive from my business, like, you know, the value, the validation, the money that it has actually nothing to do with my inner worth. Right. And so that has been a deep, you know, lesson for me this past uh, year or two. Um, and so, yeah, but I, I must admit that I, I love doing business. I love running my own business, even with its ups and downs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Uh it's it's a spiritual journey like really it is because your business becomes such a mirror to anything that you haven't like I don't want to say like properly worked on because there's no you know there's no way to have properly worked on anything but it just brings up anything to the surface that is still there for you to spend time on and to be with and to really like yeah it's such a mirror yeah. yeah so true yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah especially when it's like when you were talking about your journey um and how you've been following what lights you up you've been following your passions um as a as a generator as well and so um and and I we've we've been kind of doing the same right and I just following like what what lights us up um mm -hmm. even though we're not we're not generators I'm a projector <laughs> she's a manifesting generator um but anyway um then you you kind of you're following your passions and you're creating a business out of it so that it is tricky sometimes to separate the two because mm. you love it so much and it's what you're really interested in but it's also something that is a business and it's separate from who you are and and so yeah really making that distinction of like it's what I love but it's not all of who I am mm. yeah mm. I'm what just about... like soaking it all in <laughs> I know I have so many questions I'm I'm like <laughs> so many questions I just don't I don't even know how we're gonna fit it into one podcast <laughs> episode um because I I really want to know if you if someone is just starting out or in the early stages of their business um and they're interested in using human design astrology seasons cycles um in their business and for themselves and their their personal development their self-discovery where would you recommend to start mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I would say human design is more hands-on. It's like more practical advice. Of course, it's it's also a journey. Like it's also an experimentation as well to you to take on this like 
knowledge that you receive from human design because usually we were not you know raised in that way to be a generator be a projector or a manifester or whatever your energy type is we're all kind of treated the same like we're all as if we're all like little you know generators with all like this this high motor um and you know that's just simply not true we're all so so different um and um, and so I would say human design is really it's a lot more hands on. It's something that you can really it's it's something that you can grasp. It's more tangible, whereas astrology can be a little bit more on the esoteric kind of spiritual, cosmic, past lives, you know, karmic in a way that it's not always so um, tangible for many people who maybe especially are more kind of on on more practical, more down to earth in that sense. And I feel like human design is something that you can really just be like, okay, I'm going to try this out and I'm going to experiment this with like this information with, with, you know, in my life and in my business. And then you will see the results afterwards, um, like pretty, like pretty obviously then afterwards. Whereas with astrology, it's like really a, a journey. Like I still look at my chart, you know, um, every, every now and then and still see new things. It's like, it's constant, you know, evolution somehow. Uh, where you're still or constantly learning something new or seeing this from a different perspective or the information is just sinking in deeper. Um, and so I would I would recommend, um, yeah, starting off with human design and um, following the seasons as well. I find like that's something that it influences us all in one way or another. And so beginning to tune into the seasonal energies and as well as your own energy as well your inner seasons of life and um and just noticing like do am I am I noticing like these energies of of the season like how is that influencing me and my behavior like what do I normally do during the season and does it feel does it feel aligned does it feel intuitive like to what is being reflected back to me from the outside and just sitting with that um, season for season and that once again is it's a journey and it's going to it's going to change um, like I feel like this winter for example even after working for so many years with the season with my own menstrual cycle like um, sitting in in ceremony with myself and and others and really understanding like my own inner energies and how they work and how they're being influenced as well by by you know the outside astrology or seasons um this winter I felt like it was really such a more deeper surrender that I experienced um you know than in past winters mm. where I felt the need like I need to you know like be on and sell and do this or whatever and in this time I felt like I was able to surrender in such a a different way and um and again I still felt that inner conflict and struggle at times like oh I shouldn't be just resting all the time mm -hmm. <laughs> um but but yeah I think um it just yeah it evolves like the way that we relate to the energies around us it it, it evolves with us as well the deeper we can go the deeper we will also understand um yeah the energy yeah. does yeah mm, yeah thank you yeah, Emma and I literally spoke like was it a couple of weeks ago about how this winter we really wintered. Yeah. Like went in. So yeah. Yeah. I love hearing you talk about it because also 
as a as a generator I think when I hear people talk about either being a generator or generators in general um especially being a projector I don't have have as much energy as as a generator might um but I feel like sometimes when people talk about generators it's like they're they should be always on they should be doing all the things because they can because they have all this energy so it's really nice to hear you actually saying no like we can we can work in a different way we don't have to you know do all the things um especially if that's not how you want to be working and not what lights you up right Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and there's also different types of generators and different types of projectors as well you know so there's like a projector that could actually have almost more energy than a than a sacral being a generator because they're an energy projector um, they're more defined in a way, whereas like uh, there could be also a generator who only has like maybe two defined centers and they feel maybe more like a projector in so many ways. And so, again, it's like very it has a lot to do with our own uniqueness as well. Mm-hmm. And like um, coming into contact with our body graph and our charts, you know, can really help us understand mm-hmm. ourselves and in, in, in a different way. Mm-hmm. Mm, that makes so much sense. Yeah. I didn't know that. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. 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 I was thinking when you're talking about the seasons, because I mean, I often talk about mm. how I grew up somewhere where seasons mm. is like wet and dry season, you know, and winter lasts like a month. <laughs> like in, in Australia, people think there isn't a winter, but there is. And you feel it because houses aren't built for winter. They're built for summer. So, you know, when it's five degrees in Australia, it feels like five degrees because everywhere is cold, like inside your house and everything, but it only lasts like maybe a month or six weeks. And, but then in New Caledonia, where I, I grew up, there is no winter, you know, winter is like maximum, the lowest is like 20 degrees Celsius. So it never gets cold. We don't winter, it rains, but that's about it. And sometimes even it doesn't for a few years. So And I remember one year being when I was living back home saying to a friend, it's so funny because we've just had like almost two years of summer. And I felt like I needed, like I was like, even if the weather's really nice and everyone's outdoors, I just really need like some time inside. Like I hadn't been home in maybe like, you know, over three months, the weekends we were always out always camping always out on the sea like just always always out and it yeah it's funny how there are places where there are no seasons Mm. and it's you've got that all like that continuous summer I don't know what it feels like in the continuous winter and I have absolutely no desire to experience that (laughs) ever (laughs) but I'm sure for some people it works just not for me but yeah, it's when you've got that continuous summer, it feels very different. And because um, you feel like you should always be on. Mm. You, know, you don't feel like you can stay home and rest like that. I can imagine that it's like, it feels like the sun is calling you out. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Constantly. Yeah. It's yeah. very energy, but we all need moments of integration. Yeah. 
where we can just mm. be right in every single cycle whether it is you know a seasonal cycle a menstrual cycle the moon cycle like there's mm. always a phase where we integrate where we yeah. are rest because without that everything else that we kind of absorbed and obtained it's going to be very a fleeting experience it's going to be very like superficial it's not going to be able to really sink in in a way right and so that's why I always find that actually our rest is really a very productive phase in a way because on the outside it might seem like not much is going on but on the inside so much is actually is actually happening right and then after that season once the tides kind of shift again and we become outwards and that creative energy kind of comes back out then we then we realize okay I understand now alchemy right that was happening beneath the surface that we couldn't really see we couldn't fathom we couldn't put into words we just felt it and then afterwards it, it when that shift happens we understand okay I understand now why I needed that phase of mm. just you know being and resting yeah 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 absolutely right. that's a that's a lesson I've really come to learn as well um the yeah again I I, I think it comes back to the trust the trust piece like trusting that you know it's like that journey of self-discovery and trust mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. thinking about the start of the new year then as as we're coming up to it what are your what are your rituals around the new year um or what can you recommend that we can all do to see in the new year for ourselves and also for our business mm. so now with the astrological new year that is happening on the 21st of March we're going to experience like so much fresh energy it's going to really finally feel like the engine is like like it's, it's beginning to run again um, energy is going to flow a lot more because we actually started this year and in January um, we started it with a, um, a Mercury retrograde or Mars retrograde so actually it didn't really energetically it didn't feel like the like the ball was actually like rolling that we could actually begin new things like at all because Mars it represents our, our inner drive our inner motivation and so that was that was going backwards so um, yeah we didn't maybe feel that that drive to begin and, uh, and also communication was kind of going backwards with Mercury retrograde so it wasn't really the I the best time to to make any real, like real intentions however now um now in in March there's going to be quite some major transits that are going to happen that are also going to support this new beginning of of a new year of a new season and so it's going to be really an amazing time for for anyone to set intentions around their business or, or life um, and I, um, like I mentioned before, I like to make it really like symbolically uh, when I set my intentions, especially around spring, like I, I love to infuse maybe like a few seeds of, of a plant or, um, or maybe like a flower that um, just takes those seeds 
um, and have them maybe at my altar. Um, I always work with um, with with an altar where it kind of it kind of you know changes over time depending on my intentions, depending on the seasons. Um, I put different symbols there, what it is that I'm currently wanting to manifest in my life. So I place those seeds at my altar while I do my journaling practice, my meditation practice to really um, tune into what are my intentions, what do I desire to maybe. Um, let go what am I reflecting on from the past season um, and then afterwards inf um, have those have those seeds like really be infused with that with those intentions of mine at my altar um, maybe have them there overnight or for a few nights before I, I plant them then in 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 a pot like on my balcony or in our garden outside um, or in ceremony with, um, you know, my fellow, my fellow moon sisters. Um, this is a practice that we also do together. Um, and we, we plant those, those seeds into the soil. And whilst we are thinking of our intentions that we have for the upcoming spring. And so it's something very tangible. It's something very easy. I, I would say practical that you can, that you can do, um, and then just watch it watch it like bloom and come into come into life with the love and care of course that you give and for me it's like a real reflection that um towards like the way that we do things if we do it with like loving care then it will eventually blossom in its own time mm, I just got goosebumps as you were talking about planting the seeds I love, love that. it mm -hmm. yeah oh, thank you yeah yeah, I'm just on a little cloud right now. <laughs> <laughs> so as we wrap up then, um, do what are you offering and what are you doing to bring in the new year? Can you share um, how people can work with you and, and find mm. you? Yeah, so I host seasonal journeys. Um, there are ceremonies where we gather every equinox and solstice and also on the witch's new year, Siwen. Um, and that's uh, it's a it's a time where we gather together as a community. Nowadays, I only do my seasonal journeys in person here in Switzerland in, in, in the Zurich area where I live. And, um, and yeah, we, we come together, we set our intentions, we share, we dance, we create ritual, all those good witchy mm -hmm. things. Um, but I also have um, an, an online membership where we gather every new moon online and every full moon we gather in person, um, where we set our intentions for the month ahead on the new moon. Um, speak those out loud, tune into the astrological energies that the moon is currently in. Um, and then uh, two weeks later, we come back together on the full moon and we celebrate what came through or we let go um, whatever may might have come up for us. We we integrate those those lessons together as as a as a tribe, as a community. I find that for me, healing um, happened a lot in community in a group setting mm -hmm. in um and it's uh it's just a deeply healing experience because that's something that I feel that we we lack that we lack safe spaces where we can just come together and just speak from our heart wherever we might be in life 
with the struggle and messiness of life and we can just show up as we are and just talk about things and have people there that actually listen to you and don't kind of jump in to give you advice or any anything like that it's just about being there for one another and then sharing all of these more mystical and witchy spiritual practices that I I have um, come to see and also within myself that was a uh, was something that um, used to be also part of my journey where uh, many people they just don't feel safe to actually share these things with just anybody but when you come together with people who are into these things like you are it makes you feel less alone and it's like oh this is really this is really awesome I have you know, fellow like witches and sisters who are into these things and I can practice these things together. We can learn together. Um, and so, yeah. Mm, yeah, I completely resonate with that and completely agree. Yeah, more yeah. spaces, more spaces like that. Definitely. Mm -hmm. mm, absolutely. Um, can you please share with us where everybody can find you? Yeah, sure. So on Instagram, you can find me under Ines Kelly. Um, and my website is ineskelly.com. And yeah, that's really where you can best find me. I also have a podcast, um, La Luna Eres Tu, that means the moon is you, where I speak about all of these like witchy, seasonal, um, astrological things and themes and, um, and yeah. Yeah, we'll make sure to link everything in the show notes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This was such a nourishing chat. I absolutely loved it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to your weekly dose of witchy business. If you love us as much as we love us, please leave a five-star review to help us spread the magic. Thank you again to our sponsor, Plan Her. Please support them the way they support us. And don't forget to follow the link in the show notes to sign up to our Substack. You can also watch us on YouTube. It's at Witchy Business. And you can also follow us on Instagram at We Are Witchy Business. Emily is at underscore Emily Tyson. And I am at Anna.Jordan with an E.